Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is the Rose and Shine podcast featuring the Swedish sisters Josephine Roos and Victoria Roos Olsen. Based in Stockholm and New York, we share experiences from our international lives and careers. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! And uh, good morning from New Zealand. And good evening from Stockholm! Yay! We're so happy to have you all here listening on this episode that I think perhaps we are the most excited about because we've been looking forward so much (laughs) uh, when creating it. It's slightly different than our normal episodes. It's Uh a New Year 2019 special. Yeah, so we really wanted to take this opportunity to sum up 2018 and then take this moment to, you know, go through 2019. What are our big goals? What are our dreams? What are the (laughs) no-nos? Yeah. (laughs) Where do we want to be by the end of 2019? Mm, Yeah. So great episodes for all list lovers and planners and all of us who likes to reflect a little bit on on life in general, really. Exactly. So as always, we have a pep sheet with most of our episodes that you can print out from our webpage, which is rusenshine.com. And there you have all the questions. So either you can just pause right now and go and print it out, or you can just sit back and listen and do whatever it is that you're doing. And then afterwards, go back and print it out and take a moment for yourself to really reflect on those questions. Exactly. So what we've done to prepare for this episode is really uh, kind of filled it in uh, on our own uh, in our different parts of the world. You are currently visiting the New Zealand family. Yeah, I'm sitting. Everyone is still sleeping here. So we're we're 12 hours um, different from each other. So I'm a day ahead of you. And, Which has uh, been really tricky for us, actually. <laughs> to try harder to than you would have thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, uh, to really get which day are we meeting on. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm sitting here in my sister's law- in-law's uh, room and uh, no one has been waking up yet, but I'm sure they will now when I'm chit-chatting along with you. <laughs> yeah. So let's mm. just get started, I'd say. And uh, so on the first... Um, Page, what we've done within the start out point is kind of really to spend a little bit of time reflecting on 2018, on the year that's been. And I think that kind of comes from a New Year's Eve tradition that we've always had within our family. So every New Year's Eve dinner, we, everyone around the table, children and adults, and we're all asked to share our favorite moment of the year. Yeah, it's a really nice tradition, which always put our guests kind of, you know, in a, in the hot seat because we are all aware that this is going to happen. But I guess sometimes if they're new to the family, they they are not. Yeah, <laughs> they're maybe not prepared <laughs> that they could have to speak in front of everyone and, and share their memories. But it's really a nice thing to do. So could be recommended to bring in to your life. So, yeah, yeah. So summing up the best of the year. But our first question is really. Yeah, what are the summary and the reflections of 2018 uh, with ups and downs, maybe? Yeah. Do you, did you begin to answer that question? Yeah, and it was, I mean, my goodness, I actually had to bring up the calendar 
mm-hmm. and my iPhone. It's good now that everything is on the phone, right? Because I have my calendar and my photos and everything. So I've been going through thinking, what did I actually do? And and we started last year together, which we do every mm-hmm. second year. So that was um, quite a special New Year's Eve. And in a sense, it was a little bit extra special because just two days before this I was reflecting on just now, we were in a car crash. Yes, we really kind of ended 2017 with a bang yeah. and uh, yeah. survived into 2018. Yeah, so, <laughs> so basically we were at our country house and uh, we had gone down, you and me and uh, my teenage daughter Isabel, to do all the grocery shopping. We had, I think, 27 guests for New Year's Eve. So we've done mega shopping in dad's big hunting car to fit everything in. And actually that day it became kind of like this ice, everything turned into ice. So it was just actually like driving on an ice skating ring. Mm. And we were driving back and the car was all full. And yeah, the car, yes, we lost track. I was driving. It was awful. And we we went off the road and we tumbled around and ended up, you know, twisting the cars quite a few times and decorating the landscape with the champagne bottles and cheese doodles and everything. Yeah, you couldn't have decorated it better if it was in the movie. There was like a little Christmas tree that had cheese doodles <laughs> hanging all over yeah. it. Of so, course, it, was, yeah. it sounds funny now. Of course, it was scary yeah. then, that we, but we could still see some of the humor in it even at the time. Quite fast, yeah. Yeah. And actually, I mean, it's easy because no one got hurt, which was the main point. Which I think was also the kind of thing that made the beauty of that New Year's Eve. Because first of all, when we said this to our friends, they were all assuming that we were going to cancel the party. But we said, no, just come down, but bring some more champagne because not all the bottles made it. And then we had such a brilliant party and everyone was kind of making beautiful speeches and being really happy to be alive and be together. So it was quite a memorable (laughs) New Year's Eve, I would say. It was. That's how we started the year. Yeah. And then we had, I mean, this is when you see all the different things and I've been traveling so much. I mean, you always travel, but I've also traveled a lot. And we went on, we celebrated our dad's 70th birthday. We went to the Maldives. And that's really where the idea of Roos and Shine was born. Indeed. We were lying under the palm trees <laughs> yeah. and uh, I was reflecting on my goals last year and really one of my key goals was to dig into the more creative side. So something that I'm not really allowed or, or able to do within my work so much mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and just how can I explore this more? And we really started to... Um, plan this idea together and it was really really inspiring and that's really inspiring now to actually look back and see what we have achieved this year with Rose and Shine. I know that's one of the beautiful things of really setting goals and doing these kinds of sessions I would say. Yeah you get a time to see what you actually have achieved. So did you have any specific reflections and things you were saying just now that kind of being proud of having achieved what you put there on your list. What else were you reflecting on? Yes, I was very much reflecting on um, Bruce and Shine and, and uh, we didn't really know we had more other thoughts for it when we, I'm not going into it so much now, but when we started it, because it's still coming. It's still coming, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we created something much more, I think, than what we were kind of dreaming of yeah. when we thought about it in the beginning of 2018. So I'm very proud and very happy about that. Um, Another thing, of course, that we've talked so much about now, the last episodes, but that was in my my book and my kind of inspiration for 2018 was to to do more yoga. And I did say that, you know, if I could do anything I wanted to, I wanted to do more yoga retreats (laughs) and spend more time doing that. And I went beyond that as well in terms of um, actually becoming a yoga teacher and then finally I think the uh, the Columbia was not on my it was not in my yearly goal list but it has been a goal for 10 or so years I think to get to move to Colombia and to be working on that peace process there which we now are so quite um, a year of achievements for you yeah in a sense yes yeah actually 
And then there are lots of things that I haven't achieved as well. So let's not kind of <laughs> make it sound like... Yeah, but those are big, important achievements. Yeah. I think that's great. But yeah. Those are good three, three good uh, achievements. And what about you? I know you've been achieving loads as well. Well, I, I was reflecting. Yeah, so I've also achieved everything there as well. In part, I didn't move to Colombia. Uh, <laughs> but it's been a good year. And I mean, in a year and a half ago, so in 2017... I made a conscious decision to kind of change my life a little bit, having had a very fixed position, very commercially driven and, and working very intensively. So I've changed my rhythm of work and, and do things differently. But I guess if I reflect back to 2018, I can just say to myself, I'm always going to be a busy person. So <laughs> if I put space in that calendar, you know, then, okay, all of a sudden I'm adding in author as, as I'm writing this book with my American colleagues. Rose and Shine has gone from an idea into something really, really big and lovely. I've become a yoga teacher. I've spent, <laughs> I've traveled so much. I spent lots of lovely time with my family and with my daughters, which was like the original intention of, of changing my lifestyle a little bit right now. Mm. And that I kept, but I also filled in the blanks. Yeah. <laughs> With other things, which was kind of nice. You know, a, a creative side of me got to shine again after having been more corporate. Uh, it's been really rewarding, I think, to try out new things. Beautiful. And so the next question we have is the, the top three moments of 2018 yes do you have one that you want to share or you want to go dig into all three ah oh, well i hope some of my top will be on your top list too <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or maybe not or it will be downgraded well, later I, like oh maybe that wasn't yes yeah. no but <laughs> I, I i have you know the the trip to the maldives i have this vision of me lying under the palm just relaxing and under the palm trees you know and seeing the family by the water and just relaxing and reading and enjoying and then having all of the ruses you know in the different bungalows all around us and still that was just beautiful that was so nice and lovely really yeah starting the year like that it feels like a dream now yeah <laughs> But starting the year with, you know, a week in the Maldives, oh, uh, I don't, it was wonderful. But I have a specific moment from there that is on my top number one moment. Oh, which can I guess? Yeah, you can. Is it dad's birthday party <laughs> on the beach? Yeah. yeah. It was really lovely. So we, we had this little surprise party for dad. Or oh, surprise, I don't know, but he turned well, it 70. Well, surprise. We were all, we just organized this little um, barbecue, or the, the restaurant, the hotel helped us on the beach. And we had our own kind of private DJ who just was like slamming out hits. And it was just a family and we we're just dancing on the beach with the kids. And it was beautiful. Yeah. It was really one of those pinching yourself moments. Yeah. When everybody was happy and everyone was together and it was really lovely. Yeah, that was wonderful. Yeah, I have that on that's my kind of top. I have also, I mean, really the fact of the entire Portugal, what an experience and you and me going there together, sharing room for three weeks, like we were teenagers again, which we never were together teenagers because it's 10 years apart. So we got to be teenagers <laughs> together. Yeah, and we were just giggling away, you know, so the people around us were like, almost at one point, I think, worried about us because we were laughing so hard. They thought we were crying, which we kind of were. But and that was also wonderful. And then I have another moment where my husband and I on a whim decided to go down just because it was some combined with some kind of business trip, either him or I was going on. And we went to um, Holland where we met and we went to this little square where we went on our first date. And I think we had like 36 hours in The Hague, but they were just lovely and the sun was out and it was just beautiful. And just the two of us sneaking away on this little getaway and being just super nice and super romantic. So that was like a really big highlight for me as well. Oh, that's wonderful. And that's mm. so wonderful in Europe, actually. If you live in Europe, you can just pop on a flight and it can be quite cheap. And you could go somewhere for 36 hours and really enjoy it and really have a wonderful time. Yeah. Maybe that's that would be a, 
suggestion for people looking for New Year's resolutions uh, for 2019. Yeah. uh, If you plan it well, it doesn't even have to be that expensive. I mean, originally it was really good value priced until Andreas had double booked himself and had another (laughs) meeting. So he needed to change his flight. So actually I went there six hours before him. So he had his meeting and then he went on the next flight. So I warmed up the table on the square and everything. Still really, really nice and lovely. Anything else you want to share on your top three moments? No, our lists are a little bit similar. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't want to be too repetitive. So what about the next one, the the key learnings? Yeah, so that's a really nice one to reflect on. Like, what have you actually learned this year? Yeah. Because sometimes you feel like, oh, what what happened? It went so quickly and you you don't take the time to reflect. Um, well, I learned how to make a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even. And it felt incredibly overwhelming at the start. I do remember going to the first kind of sneaked off. It was um, a three hour afternoon thing um, in New York in a, in a public library there. And you could go to this course 101 making a podcast. And oh, my God, the number of different things that you had to think about Um beyond what you were actually going to talk about or what the podcast was going to be about yeah it was quite overwhelming but I remember speaking to you after the class and kind of taking pictures and sending to you and (laughs) getting really inspired and terrified I felt almost like I was there even though it was in New York and (laughs) I was yeah I mean yeah this is something you can it's very tangible because we're sitting here and, and making the podcast so yeah I can say that we have learned more or less. More to learn, yeah. for sure. Yeah, but that's true. <laughs> I mean, I if you remember, I, I did this, uh, and we've spoken about that too in the previous episodes, but I did this 100-day learning challenge, which I took on in April until September. And that I can recommend everyone to do because that led to so many different kinds of learnings, including becoming a yoga teacher. Yeah. But also went on different courses. And if you start to look for new learnings and you start to read different books, etc., there's so many opportunities for free learning out there, uh-huh. which is really, really amazing. Yeah. But I reflected a little bit on, on that learning. And I was in one project this spring, which didn't turn out the way I wanted to. And I was super engaged on that and so excited. But then, you know, my... I wasn't required as much and and needed as much as I would have thought in the beginning. And it's interesting because I came there all super engaged and it didn't fit there. That engagement actually, you know, I think because we talk a lot about that in leadership and how do you help people to get engaged? I think everyone has an yearning to be engaged into something. Mm. And if it doesn't fit into that project, it then goes into something else. Mm. And I think that's, you know, I, I feel so completely engaged in so many other things. For example, Rose and Shine and the, the yoga and everything. And it's kind of like sometimes a door closes on you that you didn't expect, but you still have all of that energy. Don't let it die. You, you spend it on something else mm. and then maybe something more beautiful shows up in a way. And I think that was really a good lesson for me. I'm an engaged person and if it doesn't work out the way you think at at some stage, you know, use that energy for something else and you might create something that is even better for you. And that's really nice that you managed to divert that energy into other things as opposed to what one could do is <laughs> to get a bit depressed and sad over that the thing that you've spent so much time and energy on did not really go the way that you maybe had thought or planned or hoped yeah but I mean it didn't immediately like it wasn't like the next day I was like oh right wonderful I think because that's the next point the question we had any low points in 2018 and I think I I did have a couple of weeks there Mm -hmm. where I was really like thinking about all right so this didn't turn out what I was expecting and how shall I use this and everything and I was really that was a bit of a low point I mean not overly low point but still Mm. and then I remember clearly having breakfast with my friend Pranilla 
at a cafe in Stockholm where we used to go in high school and have coffee and you went there all the time, Saturnus, you know? Mm -hmm. And we were kind of, that's when I set myself for the 100-day challenge and then I was talking to you and we kind of really just started to pick up on Rose and Shine and everything. So sometimes those little low moments are also really good moments. Yeah, I mean, my my other low moment was that I realized that I had to do a knee surgery again and that I will never be able to run as much as I love to run and would want to run. Mm. I mean, if I could choose, I'd run a half marathon every week, right? Uh, which I can't. But that also helped me to discover yoga. So mm. it's it's good with those low moments. Yeah. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Yeah. What about you? Did you have any low moments last year? No, no low points. 2018 was just perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I kind of rephrased it into like challenging times because low points feels like they're very specific, which they might be. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I've certainly had uh, frustrating times through this year and... You know, it's hard when you sit here and, you know, all of a sudden I become like five months more pregnant in one month. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you made the, the yoga, you know, stick it out for a while, I think, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like repressing it. And now yeah. the baby is taking all the space that it ever wants to. No, so I think like during pregnancy, the first 12 weeks, there was certainly not my kind of emotional best. Yeah. No, but I mean, um, who has that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's and then you had to have a morning meeting with me every day I tried to be your pep coach yeah no I think that <laughs> helped I think it was like half an hour of kind of mental health and then like half an hour of meeting yeah so I think that's uh, so, but, but it's hard to say that that's a low point you know when when there's something so nice that that is leading to and you know so but it's still challenging. It's yeah. certainly been challenging. And and I do think that the life that I lead um, takes a toll in terms of the the moving and the always going to different places. And mm -hmm. now just having moved to Colombia, which I'm super excited and happy about. But it's also a time where I think many people, you know, you try to nest maybe when you're pregnant. You try to kind of build your home. I'm a little bit all over the place. <laughs> I mean, can I just clarify for everyone listening? A little bit all over the place. This is just like, so early November, you packed everything from New York. You flew to Portugal. You did a three-week yoga teacher training with your husband and son present, but still not with us. After those three weeks, you flew via New York, picking up your bags, 
moving to Colombia, spend three weeks there, kind of getting started at work, living at your friend's apartment, then packing again, flying via Argentina all the way to New Zealand where you spent Christmas and New Year's, and now you're going to fly back to Colombia again. So I think, you know, <laughs> that's pretty busy. And you're pregnant, and Steve has a bad back at the moment, and <laughs> Rafael is in his terrible threes, you know, like it's... I think that's pretty challenging. You should, you're such a brave, cool person doing all of that. <laughs> well, you know? thank you. Thank you. I applaud you. Sis. Oh, great. Well, that's nice mm. to hear. Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure out where this baby is going to be born and whether it's born in Colombia, whether it will like have to do military service in, in Colombia in 18 <laughs> years no. or, or not, which, uh, you know, hopefully the conflict is, you know, solved, but still, I'm not sure I would want my <laughs> come <laughs> home to. Sweden for a while. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that, but that's uh, it's leaning that way now. So everyone so. who's listening and voting for Josephine to have her baby in Sweden, please let us know on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> because there's a little mafia going on here to Petition. vote for that. Okay, so uh, then mm. we had the next question is what were your most or my most important accomplishments? And we've kind of spoken about that already, but we also added the question, how will I celebrate them? Yeah. And I was pushing for that question yeah. or pushing for it. A I was suggesting one. it and you thought it was a great I idea. I was very reluctant. <laughs> You're like, no celebrations here. It's not my kind uh, of thing. But, um, but I didn't write anything down. Didn't you? For how I would celebrate. Ah. No. But, you know, I was thinking about that. What was my accomplishments? And we've already discussed all the different things we've accomplished. But a way to celebrate, which I thought, I actually made this post on, on Instagram on the day when I got, not certified yoga teacher, but the day, because I'm going to be a yoga teacher with the biggest gym chain in Sweden now called Sats. Yay! Yeah, and it was funny how all of that happened. You can also hear about that in the different episodes. Anyway, so I was doing this... Uh, test you do kind of like a test with their yoga guru who is such a, an amazing person and first of all it was just so funny to do this because I kind of then held a private yoga session for him right and he's there and he's like super trained like every part of his body is like perfect muscles and I'm I'm like this is so surrealistic that yeah. I'm standing here now gonna give him a yoga <laughs> session yeah but it starts off with this beautiful uh music that we got inspired by lisa from true north vinyasa the hawaiian uh song and over the rainbow the remake and he's like stop the music when i started to play and i was like what and uh, like i just started and i was thinking maybe that wasn't yogic enough you know yeah and he goes is this the song and i'm like yeah it's like that's one of my all-time favorites. And it was like, <laughs> You're like, we're off to a good start. Yeah, I'm like, okay, this is good. Still a little bit weird, but it's really, really great. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I did the, the session and immediately uh -huh. he said that, you know, and he said it in such a lovely way that I passed and that I got such a great boost out of it. You know, I really felt so nice uh, and so excited to do it. He was like, oh, that's so wow, nice. this really means this something yet. to you, right? And then what I did was that that was sort of a special moment. And then I shared that on Instagram and I put a little text down kind of reflecting on, you know, because a year from now I had not put up yoga on my thing to do. And to, it just kind of happened. Yeah. And then I got so many lovely comments from all my friends and they were really like, congratulations and that's wonderful and writing little text you know and I wasn't really expecting that so that was my that was a way of celebrating yeah to let your friends in and getting out so I really felt like celebrated before I you know and that's so funny I'm like oh am I really I haven't really started but yeah it felt really really good so that was very nice to so that's a recommendation for anyone thinking about how am I going to celebrate my accomplishments? Bring your good friends in on it or yeah. your sister or your family and everything because uh, they might be more proud of you than you think. Yeah. And that's a really nice feeling. Yeah, no, that's super. That's really good. Yeah. So thank you for saying that. So... 
Now I think that's for 2018. And mm -hmm. let's move forward a little bit to next year then. Mm. And what we did before we go in and dig into 2019 is just sort of lift our eyes a little bit and think about life in general. So there's a couple of questions on sort of the rest of my life. Here I come and reflecting on our values, what gives us energy in life, what do we feel passionate about, what are my important roles, is there anything missing in my life, etc. So there's a couple of questions on that. And then that dreaming question that we said, so let's just dream a little while. Where do I want to be in 10, 25 and 50 years from now and everything? So those are kind of warm up questions to set the direction where we want to go, really. Did you spend some time on them? Um, no, but I, <laughs> but it's also a little bit about the science around goal setting and reflection, yeah, right? Yeah. So the idea around values and kind of trying to determine what are the most important values for me. And that might sound really big if it's the first time you do it, but otherwise you can always start doing it and you can always refine what these values are. But the idea is that if you write down those kind of key values for you, maybe it's four, maybe it's five, maybe it's more, maybe it's a little bit less, that can really help you when you're about to make big decisions. Yeah. So then you can go back to these values because sometimes we can have a really hard time to make up our mind. Should we move to Colombia or should we stay? Should we do all of these different things? Yeah. And then if you look at your key values, you can say, oh, okay, well, this one actually fits in with my key value and that other option does not. And it will help you in the yeah. decision-making process. For sure. And for those of you like myself who has a personal mission statement and as you know, I'm a big fan and even working for Franklin Covey and Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Habit 2, Begin With End in Mind and everything. You look into that now and I do that yearly. I do this around this time every year and then every time in summer season, during summer holidays, I revisit and I'm kind of checking that I'm on track. So I did that and what came out, you know, this afternoon, I was sitting in our conservatory on the couch and just writing and reflecting and everyone was away and, and about doing different things. And for me, it's just really clearly that I really, you know, a, a kind of a vision for me or core values. I really love helping others grow. Mm. And those others, that's leaders or teenage girls or women, you know, all of you listeners and also, I was thinking we had our parents-in-law here and I was doing a little session with my father-in-law, teaching him some yoga moves that he can use because he has a really stiff neck and, you know, getting less and less flexible. And that's such a rewarding feeling when mm. you really feel that people go, ah, okay, I can do that or feel empowered and you trigger that somehow. And yeah. I just love that. That's so important for me. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's a wonderful thing. And it's such a, it gives so much back to you yeah. when you give others. Yeah. So that's beautiful. So maybe that's also, even if that's someone's key, key purpose, uh, maybe everyone is not into training and, and learning in that sense, but they could still reflect on, we could all still reflect on how do you give because of all of the science as well in terms of how much happiness we actually get from yeah. giving to others. And in a sense, that's our purpose with the podcast right that's what we want to do mm -hmm. you know to help us and you and to really give a bit of an inspirational boost once a week on on different topics that are important to you so when I looked at this and, and reflected on it I felt that yeah this risk and shine thing really that's what it's for absolutely so these are the kind of big questions for not only for 2019 right but for yeah for the future in general. And then we start to go in a little bit to 2019 more specific. What do we want to, what do we want to happen? What do we want to achieve in 2019? Yeah. So then we have what we call some warm up questions. And that's really depending, you know, leaving lots of open space for everyone to think about what are the most important things that, that we want to do. So use that, pick the questions that fits nicely for you and reflect a little bit openly about the year to come. Josephine, what did you put? Um, I had um, kind of vague uh, answers here as around 
purpose. I think it's a little bit what you said before, which mm-hmm. is that you want to be engaged in something. Mm-hmm. You want to really have your energy put into a number of different things in order to feel like you are um, living with purpose, I think. And to me, that might also relate to feeling established in where I live, maybe because I've been moving around so much like we just talked about. And and that is also kind of planting your roots. And if you don't have roots so much, you maybe need it to be more established into into family or into your work or into other things. Yeah. So I really want to kind of continue to dig deeper into that what about you yeah I I made a long list and I the first thing that I it kind of almost always ends up on on the first thing on my list is to to enjoy motherhood Mm. so I I, my girls uh, they don't have that many years left at home and I I remember when I said oh I only have 10 years left with children at home and then it was like seven and now I'm thinking my daughter she my eldest daughter, she might leave home in two and a half years, depending on if she's going to college and everything. So I really want to sort of really get the best out of, of this time. And, you know, this afternoon we were playing a board game and <laughs> laughing and having a big fight and all of that. But it was so much fun and still, you know, so I'm thinking that was one of the big things. Mm. And Yeah, that was yeah. on my list as well. And um spending like Raphael is being so funny now like three years old it's just like just says all of these oh this is delicious <laughs> for example he's starting <laughs> and then like oh no I have an emergency <laughs> you know so there's all of these funny things and just kind of enjoying that and then of course for me um enjoying the new baby and and all of what yeah, I thought you will... were gonna say giving birth entail <laughs> <laughs> enjoying my birth Process. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Another thing that I, I it wasn't on top of my list, but I said keep a brilliant balance, and I think that's my way of being optimistic. Keep a brilliant not, balance. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. I love saying that because people are always complaining about their poor work-life balance, and I'm thinking no. It's pretty good. It's pretty nice. And also, when I look back, I'm I was thinking, wow, what a fun, nice year I've had. Still, it's that going after with a manchetta almost, you know, all those things that don't give you energy that you kind of end up doing anyway. Mm. So I'm I'm going to be... What are you macheting out? Yeah, those meetings that don't really give you any insights or, or add value and you're running here and there and just, you know, think about which clients you're working with. Work with the ones that really want your help, you know, and then do that. Yeah. And, and everything and don't go to certain parties and things because you have to you know ask yourself will it give me energy you know Mm. sometimes I think we do things and I remember Andreas and I we did this like 10 years ago we said to ourselves let's just you know spend time with people that gives us energy and sometimes you stay with some people out of I don't know, habit, mm. but and then challenge yourself and see what you do. So that's what I'm going to do mm. too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then I was actually Googling um, or looking into a, a blog and then seeing these like health trends for 2019. Ah, yeah. I'm always a bit inspired and energized by different kind of health trends. You say um, with this, I not such an inspiring voice. <laughs> <laughs> I am oh. so inspired yeah. by health. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm actually sitting here. It's kind of a restart again you know I'm sitting here with my lemon water and ginger um, uh. tea and mint trying to you know get into not really to beach 2019 here but <laughs> you know <laughs> and that is to uh, it's become so hip now but to eat more plant-based yeah so really really for both for nature and for health I think that's a big goal of 2019 um, because it's the right thing to do with our planet yeah and because it's a good thing to do for yourself yeah so i think that's, that's a that's a big goal for me as well and i mean you certainly have to do that because all of your long haul flights exactly. <laughs> so climate compensate with at least not eating so much meat yeah that's i because both my daughters are vegetarian we already eat a lot more plant-based and i agree that's great and i, I mean i have lots of different things here but Bruce and shine is definitely on the list and also to keep investing in my own learning I mean, that's 
also sort of further develop as a yoga teacher and explore my idea on holistic leadership, where I want to combine leadership development with yoga and everything. So, so many exciting yeah. things, actually. Yeah, so take a moment there and dig into what might be your inspiring, amazing things that you want to do for 2019, or just kind of the relaxed small things as well yeah maybe it doesn't have to be the huge things no we'll come back to that in in a moment because what we then did next was to give you know anyone a little bit of a better advice if we wanted to is to bring down a couple of key topics like career new learning family network yourself your support structure giving back so we've kind of put them up in in to give a little bit of Uh, inspiration on different topics that you might want to reflect on and for each topic actually if you're a new listener you also have some recommendations of podcasts that you can go in and, and listen to again to get a bit more inspiration mm -hmm. and there you can set goal for goal did you look at any of them yet did you have the chance to do that Josephine I looked at all of them and um I think we've talked about most of of kind of the goals that I have around it Uh, but one of my goals that I haven't really started yet is the yoga teaching. I actually started teaching colleagues and so on mm -hmm. in, in yoga. And then, yeah, it's a great goal. That's a great goal. Um, <laughs> it is a great goal. If I keep on saying it, it will happen. Mm -hmm. And and uh, looking, I think it's very useful to then look at what are the different habits that will support that. And a little bit of, of it is just about, you know, being brave and yeah. putting yourself out there and some of it is of course just keep on training yoga and, and and so on so it's quite good i really recommend that you write down your habits and your actions that you think will help lead up to a certain goal yeah so we actually we had then are asking you to have all these great things that you can do what are your three most important goals that you want to achieve in 2019 And I'm, I'm thinking back, you know, that's quite exciting. You were saying in the Maldives, you're reflecting, I really want to do more yoga uh, in 2018. And here you are, yoga teacher. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's really nice to write down yeah. in that way, to write down, because I probably would not have remembered that that's something that I arbitrarily, in a way, well, maybe not arbitrarily, but, you know, put down there on that list and then actually made it happen. Yeah. So are you, did you decide yet on some of your 2019 goals? I haven't written down my kind of top three goals. I thought I would do this after the, the episode. We'll talk about this and then I would really nail it down mm -hmm. and, and then maybe share in, in some of the coming episodes. Yeah. Did you, but you, I'm sure you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, when are you going to ask? <laughs> Exactly. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I also tend to find that it's it's good to write them down and think about it a couple of days and maybe adjust and everything. So this is my first draft, I would say. And now I one of the goals is that I really want to spend time and make sure that we set up Bruce and Shine to be a, a big success. I mean We've gotten. So such... I knew this was going to happen. I knew, like, as soon as she says her goals, I'm going to be like, yeah, of course. That's also <laughs> my goal. <laughs> so, of course, Bruce's Shine was up there as my number one goal, too. Just yeah, to yeah. Say yeah. that. But continue. But, you know, it's cool. This first year, we've, as you said, we've worked a lot on it. And we have listeners now from over 60 different countries across the globe, which I think is pretty amazing. It's fantastic. And, and you keep saying that we can't be sure that they're really from the 60 different countries, but at least they're listening from the different 60 countries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's super nice. And I'm, I'm just excited to take that to the next level. And then I had the goal of, and I, I really like the word, Brilliant. You know, there are a couple of keywords that I, I love to use a lot, like lovely and brilliant and right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as you know. And uh, after the yoga training, you've started to use yummy a lot as well. Yeah. Inspired <laughs> by who was using that? I think Lisa and everything. No, I haven't. I, I haven't used yummy that much. I feel 
great every time I use it, but it's it's a good word. So yummy, brilliant. <laughs> I don't want to be a yummy yoga teacher. I want to be a brilliant yoga teacher that really kind of yeah inspires more people to do yoga, maybe slightly different. And I'm quite excited about it. And I'm going to run this class on. Friday afternoons, uh, which is sort of going to be this after work uh, yoga flow. It's and... a nice time to do a class. Yeah, yeah. I, I suggested that to them and they really liked it. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. And then uh, I, the family is uh, on, on the key list there mm. as well, which I, yeah, I'm not going to go into all the details, but with my husband and mm -hmm. daughters and everything, that's super nice. Perfect. And then we wrote down that there are different habits. So then you can kind of look through what are the different habits that you need to make sure are in place in order to reach those goals. Yeah. And maybe just to spend time on that. We're usually so, you know, spending so much time talking about the goals and then like the big changes and everything. But usually if you want to reach that big goal, it starts with twisting a little habit, you know, and, and changing something. I mean... This whole yoga started by that 15 minutes every morning that mm. wasn't even every morning, but maybe three mornings a week of yoga. So find little ways of little habits and think, what's that little one thing if I do it once a week or once a day that will actually make a big difference long term. So look out for those different habits. And, and for me, for example, I put... To continue, it can be something that we know it's important to us, but to continue the routine of doing morning yoga. Yeah. And I say it a lot, but I, I really want to <laughs> get back to do the meditation also. I hardly dare to say that. I have it done loud, it during but... the holidays. I'm so pleased with myself. <laughs> Very good. And then finally, what's something like crazy or fun? You had some ideas for that. Like what's unexpected for 2019? That was so fun. So I was uh, just before Christmas. Mine I will was... be a home delivery. <laughs> <laughs> That's unexpected. Yeah. Oh God, fingers crossed. I'm just joking. Good for you in Colombia. <laughs> yeah, but nothing uh, no, wrong I, about I... home deliveries. Just that I would have a home delivery. And that's when you're going to call me and I'm going to go. Certainly. No. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, we're inspired by yeah. Cher, our yoga friend who did home delivery. Yeah. So I, I think, and in Holland, they do it all the time. It's just as we Swedes and the rest of the world that don't really. <laughs> yeah. But in France, when I was now just there in, in Paris, I spent, I had a, a free hour and I spent that in a bookstore. That's probably one of my favorite places to go and spend time. And uh, I just found this beautiful little book and it's called Mes Bonnes Résolutions for 2019 so it's like it's a hundred new year's resolutions right for yeah for the year and it's like kind of giving a little bit of a this to all the oh i'm gonna stop smoke or i'm gonna do more sports and everything you know it's encouraging us to be a little bit more fun and creative if you're gonna make uh, things like learn how to create a fire <laughs> even said like Fait pipi sous la douche, <laughs> which means like, yeah, you can guess what it means, right? But uh -huh. so it's like, that's when it, the book got me. I'm like, okay, I have to buy this book. It's so much fun. But, you know, it was like things like, okay, I'm going to get better at actually giving flowers without uh, uh, reason. And there was one resolution said, I'm going to watch Blade Runner because apparently Blade Runner is this is the year 2019 that it's supposed to happen so that's kind of nice to go to like a small museum and see uh, an exhibition not the big ones uh, remember to play games with your children and yeah it's a little bit funny things oh, that's good good inspiration her, her name is Flor Cathala if you do uh, read French, because I my guess is that it's only in French, but it's it's super nice. So uh, our idea there with that is try to think of some funny, a little bit crazy things that you was kind of on your bucket list, but they don't have to be 
so big and so important, just nice things that you can take You off. don't look at yourself when you're 100 and like, why didn't I never do that? That yeah. would have been fun. Or have like, oh, I have another fun idea. It's from a couple of friends, a friend of, of Patrick. I know that he always posts about it on Facebook. Is that they have one day a year when they let the kids decide everything. Aha. <laughs> it's like a whole day where the kids uh, decide the whole day and it and, and kind of goes a little bit bananas. I thought that was a really fun idea. I think a three-year-old, that might be too early. <laughs> but in a couple of years, I want to start uh, having a day a year with yeah. with these lovely, fun uh, kids uh, deciding. Yeah, that's a good uh, thing. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. So this is summing up. Yeah. I actually, I added one more question oh, to the, did, yeah. which you haven't mm -hmm. seen yet. Yeah, I did. And that is the final question. And it's, How are you going to hold yourself? You know, how are you going to make sure that you do this? What's your accountability. Um, commitment to yourself? Yeah. You know, and as we've spoken about before, maybe are you going to plan already now that you're going to have an ego day? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, my famous ego days and maybe once a quarter. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and to that. schedule that in your calendar and when are you going to have your checkup on how you're actually doing against mm. all these great intentions and ambitions that you have because it's a little bit late to do it next year uh, or even in the summer but maybe you know towards end of march to schedule a day or even a half day where you book no meetings maybe go to a cozy place it could even be like a nice library or something and mm. revisit your list and see how things are going yeah that's good yeah i will certainly plan in some cozy ego days yeah so and you know how exciting and in april you'll have a little baby we'll have a little baby <laughs> uh, in the family the again family which baby. is so nice yeah. it's exciting year ahead of us very very much so yeah and we haven't spoken so much about uh, health or fitness and everything in a sense i think it's always in in this like new year's resolutions but our next episode will be about setting your fitness goals so if you want some inspiration on movement and everything we're going to share the piece yeah p-y-s uh, id and everything with you so look out for that episode uh, if you want some goal setting in that specific area will promise to come with lots of inspiration and smart ideas on how to make it work in your normal everyday life exactly and make sure to follow us on instagram as well so on ruse and shine r-o-o-s and shine to get more tips and inspirations and, and ideas and like Vic said loads of, of health tips coming up next time but it's quite refreshing also to have a new year's episode which is not about Health, necessarily. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mental health, maybe. Uh, even though that might be your big goals. So that it might very much be around that for you. Yeah. Um, so Happy New Year once again from uh, Stockholm and New Zealand. Happy New Year and have a lovely start to 2019. Yeah. And we're looking forward <laughs> hearing back from you again. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.